Good morning, Stephen Baker. Good evening, Stephen Baker. Good afternoon, Stephen oh. Baker. How <laughs> <laughs> are you? Um, can we talk about how crappy our yearbook was? By the way, <laughs> can we get that out of the Is way? Is that bad? I don't remember. Is it, was it the silver cover one? I no, no, no. Okay, so my cousin Teresa did the first two, which was grade ten and grade eleven, of our uh-huh. year. Amazing. It was incredible. Just I remember there was a detective one and then there was the silver one. And then she left and then we were stuck with our black and white. Uh, <laughs> it was at this well, it, well, no. You know why, though, right? It, it was budget cuts. That's what we'll blame it was on. Was it that, budget right? cuts? I'm sure it was. We got screwed over, didn't we? It was all budget cuts. Because, oh, what did she say? There was like DM showed up twice. There was spelling mistakes. Some people had their grad pictures that weren't, weren't in the book. Uh, oh. And they were, they were black and white. So uh, are you saying we should remake our, our Yeah, we should. <laughs> Why don't we do that? <laughs> Everybody submit their photos. Awesome. What do you think about looking back at all those photos? Uh, honestly, uh, as I've mentioned to you, I miss my hair. Um <laughs> But uh, it, it actually brings back a lot of cool memories. You I still look the same, Rocky. Uh, no. Well, heck no. <laughs> uh, like, no. You look the same. No. Not me. Because I'm wearing glasses right now. So I don't Do people yeah, still Yeah, I noticed call... that your, your yearbook photo, you had the glasses off. Yeah, I don't get why. I just, <laughs> but then I had glasses on. Well, you, probably because you didn't have the anti-glare thing on your lenses. Or something. I didn't want to be called four eyes. Remember back then? But now everybody oh, yeah. wears glasses. Never mind. If you if you wear glasses, you're in now. You're in. You're cool. I think. Was, I did yeah. notice that you you kind of laid these pictures out based on um, the different podcasts that you're doing. Correct. And oh. I finally got access to them because Julie has been kind enough to actually take pictures of them. I, I <laughs> so. can't find mine. I, I don't know where mine is. I know you still have yours, but if you're ever going through your stuff wanting to like throw out stuff, never throw out photos or your yearbooks. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Never. Because you never know. It's very true. It's very true. It's very, very true. What's your, What's going on? How's the hub? Or sorry, the bubble. The hub. Yeah, I live in the bubble. Um, you live in the bubble. Yeah, and it's interesting. They're pumping so much air conditioning into the Scotiabank Arena. And it's just, it's unbelievable. And it's another thing that's interesting because I look pretty high up. I can look down and see the buses when they leave because each bus yeah. has the team of the Eastern Conference. Some of those buses aren't leaving at, you know, right after the game. They're staying, and there's a restaurant right beside the oh, Scotiabank ooh. Arena, so they're just hanging out. I don't know if they're – they're not drinking together. I doubt that. But, well, as long as you're with – there's nobody outside the bubble yeah. drinking, you're, you're okay, right? I like how they call it. Know. They call it bubble hockey, which is so cool. That's a good name for it. And, well, yeah. yeah. But, but it is hockey yeah. prison. It is prison. For hockey, okay. You tell tell me about. Okay, you're you're Mr. Edmonton then. So um, I, I I have this um, obviously uh, miss my dislike for the for the Oilers. Yeah, um, of course. But so the the Flames and the Jets got this Sutton place. Do you know anything about yeah Sutton, Sutton place? place? Yeah, okay. Is it good? Uh, it should, it better be <laughs> because are, is it one of the players staying there too? Well, the Oilers got the J Dub, the JW there. And, oh, and then there's another hotel that they're staying at. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, there's like three hotels that they're staying at. Right? Yeah, I, I call it hockey prison, but really they're they're living the life. I don't I don't know what's nicer, the Florida setup for the NBA at Disney World, or 
then do you think they do you think that Disney World is open for all those players? <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Maybe you, 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 they might be, but no, Disney's open to the general public now, though. Yeah, so I, I don't know if they would allow. That's how big. If um, anybody has not gone to Disney World, go go during massive. COVID. It's oh, it's huge. It's the size of San Francisco. It's the size. I think it's the size of Calgary. No, it's not. No, not it is. Not. It's huge. It is. Huge. Have you been? You've been, right? You've I've been. been, and you got to like yeah. take magical trains and you just have to get how they, I, you have to drive and it's true i mean like you, 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 when you go to disney world it's not like you're walking from one park to another park yeah you're you're, you're commuting from one park to another yeah exactly so i think we should yeah. have our reunion there at disney world uh when the 25th year one yeah. or sorry the 30th there, yeah 30th? why not or how about how would we go low budget and just do callaway park oh callaway park That's, there you go i love it we should have taken over Callaway Park. I've never been throughout my time growing up in Calgary. I did not go to Callaway Park, and I just recently Come went on. to Callaway Park. Just recently, and I was like, "Wow, this used to be Flintstones Land." Until we get probably the Callaway Park got sued or something. Like that. I, I think <laughs> so. Is that what it was? But anyway, well, it's like Edmonton and Fantasyland, and they had to change. Uh, yeah, it. that's right. See, Alberta, home of Callaway Park and West Edmonton Malls amusement park. Okay, um, should we call the? Uh, what was it? They're drinking? Yeah, they're, I think they're, they're, they're together. Beverages. They are together. They are together, so we're going to do them? Yeah, we'll do them all together. It says, well, we'll talk to Dan. We're going we're, we're to rope in Julie after that, maybe? Try well, it. yeah, because is she working or whatever? Or? Yeah, yeah. We'll add her in lab. We'll, we'll do Charlie and, and, and Dan first. Yeah, and then we'll see if Julie wants to. Let's do this. Okay, uh, uh, I'm going to try to do this, okay? So okay. bear with me. No worries. Here we go. Here we go. Charlie wrote, "We may not, may not have." What did he write? We may not, may, may, or not, may not have had a few drinks already. I, I sound like I had a few drinks already, and the scotch is coming out. Can, can you hear me? I can't hear anybody. I can hear you, Rocky. Can you hear me? Yeah. Where Charlie go? Did, was he there? <laughs> well, he was there. We're gonna do this again. Okay. Oh, technology. Well, I got Dan's number two, I think. So. Is Dan okay, gonna is Dan go. gonna answer? <laughs> well, he's. I don't know. He's, he... Here we go. Here we go. Here we go again. We're gonna go again. Here we go. I, I think I got everybody now. Okay. Hello. Charlie. Charlie. Oh my gosh, I'm terrible. <laughs> Do you want me to phone him? Merge call. You call him now. I, I, wait. I'm okay. You're. Back. Are you using an Apple phone? Are we back to the Apple? I can hear both of you. Oh, there you go. He's there. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna go after me about Apple again, weren't you? Yeah, but then Apple succeeded with this. So. Apple succeeded. Yeah, I don't know who's sponsoring this podcast. What, what, what are we? Are we? Well, not Apple. We're going Apple, and we still have to. We're still working the Energizer. Thing. Oh yeah, Energizer, that thing. Uh, Charlie. Hey, how are you doing? I'm good. How's the, how's the drinks? The drinks are good. Yeah, are they? Yeah, we just crack, We just. Uh, we just. Cracked open the uh, Woodford Reserve Ooh, bourbon. Nice. Ooh. I don't even know what that tastes like, but it sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> should, okay, maybe you'll need to edit this part of it out, Rick. But okay. should we go into this whole, you know, um, cultural thing of of certain cultures not being able to drink? Yeah, because I did touch on it. I did touch because Julie said that she was like raving during the time. I don't, Charlie, you can talk about this too, and Dan as well. Is Dan there? <laughs> hey, Dan. Dan? Dan is not here, but he's sitting beside me. So, do you want to call him because he's on his headset? Oh, is he? Oh, wait, he's so. standing right beside you, but he's he's literally in the same room as me. But he okay, so we should phone him too. Okay, well, we'll chat with you for two seconds here. 
Uh, do you want to talk? Yeah, so you can handle your alcohol? Yeah. Wow. What the heck? Uh, have you always been yeah, able to handle it? Your... <laughs> I don't even turn red when I drink. What do you want? You turn bright. Is it bright red? Like red as the flaming sea red? Oh, I'm terrible. I'm not sure about you, Rocky Rick, but I'm bright red. I Do you remember that? I'm worse now, I think, than I was before. Well, <laughs> didn't we drink in my basement all the time? <laughs> hey, my kid's going to listen to this. No, <laughs> we did not. Rocky drank in my basement all the time. I, I drove you guys there, remember? Yeah. 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 Safely. Uh, th- so what did you guys drink? And first, uh, second off, did you have the right ID in order to buy these drinks? Well, we were of age. Okay. Right? We knew we were of age. <laughs> I don't know. How did we get our alcohol? <laughs> yeah, how did you get it? Sure, we were age. Because there are a couple of us that might have been younger, but most of us, like April birthday, I'm sure I bought it after April, maybe. And what were you drinking? Um, I remember drinking gin for the first time oh my, at that <laughs> age was it, uh, i, I had an aversion to gin a long time we probably were drinking like the cheapest gin available and you said you had a re- reaction or you had like uh a... i think i thought it was terrible i thought it was awful it was just... of course i gin all the time now <laughs> what do you mean straight up gin right there's no nothing mixed guy i have nothing i have well, well, maybe you, right? But you're young and you're like, ooh, let's drink. And you have no idea how to mix the drink. Oh, and you know what? But the thing is, I love Cheers. I still love that show, Cheers. And I've always wanted to be a bartender. And I have no clue about alcohol. If you told me how to mix any drink, I'd be like, I don't even know how to pour beer correctly. <laughs> well, think about someone who's 17 or 18 and <laughs> alcohol before. Probably, you know. So were you guys drinking in the field, too? Because there's a popular field at Diefenbaker where the ladies drink. So where were the guys drinking? Other than your basement, Charlie? Is that where you guys were? I don't know. Um, we're being in Consideration Park a lot. At Callaway Park? <laughs> Confederation Park? Oh, Confederation Park. Uh, so when we, when, we got in, when we got in trouble? Maybe. <laughs> that, that was the late night um, late night speak. Oh, that was. And then the police officers came down and, and um, they were driving down the pathway. <laughs> what? <laughs> we scattered. <laughs> what? Oh, we totally scattered, yeah. <laughs> what happened? It was like 1 o'clock in the morning, 2 o'clock in the morning, playing hide and seek in the middle of Confederation Park. I don't know what we were thinking. Playing drug well, hiding. We weren't going to bars. <laughs> no, no, not at all. And there was—it wasn't like there was just like two or three of us. There was a a large number of us playing this game. <laughs> was was it Dan a part of this too, or was it? Oh yeah, he was. Okay, we we should dial him up. Jeremy and and all those guys were on that one. Okay. Moray, Rob, Chris, Paul, yeah. Now we're calling out everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Should we, should we speaking get, of uh, I heard I've been called out a couple times already. Right? Well, I think you have. Yes, you have, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Touche on that. Um, yeah, let's bring on Dan. But first, Charlie, what, what's been up with you? you? You've lived an interesting 25 years, eh? Oh, God. Um, I don't even know where to start. Well, you know, I, I came to D's in grade 11, right? So I I don't have the long history that a lot of you guys have. <laughs> from, uh, from where did you from? come from? I came Sparwood, from BC? Sparwood, British Columbia. Mm-hmm. And funny thing, so I don't know if people are listening to this right now. I am in Calgary right now. I'm staying 
at Dan's house. I'm actually in the room with Dan right now. <laughs> and the uh, thing, what, this is the Dan, beauty. What is the, what is the address there? <laughs> yeah, that's the address. <laughs> but the beauty that's of the this, though, if you weren't staying at his place, he would not have been on a podcast for this. It's so. true. It's, it's, so you have a little. Everyone has her. tried. Everyone has tried to get Dan on this podcast. I know, and, and he refused. And I, I had to drive from Vancouver to Calgary to get Dan on this podcast. <laughs> oh it. man! By the way, <laughs> I, I want to see to his house. Uh, let's quickly talk about Vancouver, Charlie, because you, because I have property yeah. there too. Um, I have a condo there, but you bought really early. When did you buy? I bought in. 2003. Oh my I moved goodness. there in 2001. Do you think that that property has tripled, has it? Or quadrupled? Probably. <laughs> I mean, I, so, I, so I bought it, I, I stumbled into buying it, right? So, you know, I had moved to Vancouver after university and I was renting for two years and after two years, the owner wanted to sell the apartment and I didn't buy that apartment but I had you know, I, I needed to find another place to rent, and I had run into a realtor who was listing another apartment in the same building. And we were just chatting, and she's like, have you ever considered buying? And, you know, I was, how old, 23 at the time? Who, who at 23 considers buying anything? And so she's like, oh, just fill out this form. Um, I'll send it to my mortgage broker, and we'll see if you get approved, and we can go from there. So I fill out the form, and I, uh, I go away on vacation, um, and I come back and she's like, oh, you've been approved. You can buy an apartment for this much money. Do you want to buy this apartment? So this is <laughs> so no... I ended up buying the apartment that she listed. Wow. Amazing. So you had no down payment. Like what kind of job did you have at the time? I, I, had, I had a down payment. Um, it was small. My down payment was like, what was my down payment? I don't know, $15,000 at the time. Wow, you had $15,000 <laughs> to your bank account at that time? That's good. Yeah. How is that possible? For <laughs> yeah. How is that possible? Well, I know. You must have returned all the bottles from all the drinking, right? <laughs> no? Well, I mean, my rent when I moved out to Vancouver was $900 a month. So, I don't know. I guess I was making enough to save some money. But even back then, it was that was kind of expensive, was it? Eight, 900 bucks a month. Well, yeah. It was all yeah. relative, I guess. But, jeez. And then you still have that place or no? I still have that place, yeah. Wow. And you just... where, I know where Rick was. Where were you, uh, Charlie? I was in Yale Town. Oh, ah. wow. You're renting it out still and all that? Or are you living in it? Uh, I just uh, a year ago bought um, a two-bedroom um, a couple blocks away, but uh, I still have that other apartment and it, it's being rented out. What's this, Monopoly? Is it like Boardwalk <laughs> Park Place? <laughs> yeah. You know, Rick, I, I always dreamed of being a slumlord when I was younger. <laughs> oh, we should have been because, yeah, I, I mentioned this before. I, I should have started early because I have a place in Edmonton Remember. too, right? So. Calm, calm class failed us. Yeah, calm class we, we, really we, failed We've already us. said this. That's just, that's, okay. Okay, so uh, briefly, before we get Dan on, so so you went grade 11, graduated with us. Well, we can touch on that, but then after that, where did you go? You went to university? Yeah, I went to uh, university. Yeah. Um, I, like Rocky, got into engineering, and <laughs> <laughs> I think someone else talked about this. I went to university, and after the first day of university physics, I had like a career meltdown and I dropped all of my engineering classes wow. and had to decide really quickly what else I was going to do. And um, Didn't we take that class together? 
That was like you, me and Dan. All three or of us. Yes. We're in like yeah, I remember you, class. And Dan stuck it out for a bit, but after the first day, I was like, nope, I can't do this. <laughs> I I'm out. Bit. Okay. Maybe this is a good time to bring in Dan because I want to ask him how he stuck it out. Who's calling him? He's going to call himself. Hang on, let's see if I can do this. Add a call. Okay. You're up. That's so funny that we have to call Dan, even though he's right beside you. Right there. <laughs> and Julie will be joining us pretty soon, too, again. Cause, Did you message her? Dan, Bob. Because we want more Asians. Hey, everyone. Oh, Dan, the unicorn. Dan. I think oh, there's Dan. an echo, though, because we're in the same room. We <laughs> can go next door. <laughs> oh, he has to because the echoing. Dan. Yeah. How's it going, Rick? Good. Well, first off, missed you, man. We used to hang out a lot. I remember your house and your family and and uh, <laughs> your love for the San Francisco 49ers. Still love, man. Still, Still love? love? Well, my first question is, how did you stick it out? Uh, because you took engineering right after high school, right? Well, I went into, I wanted to get into pre-med, and then I wanted to... Um, That's right. I had to take all these science courses, right? So, And the one that we all had to take was physics. It was the harder physics. Um, and I remember the first class, it was Dr... I think his name was Dr. Lawa. He said he pronounced it. He's like Bauer without the B, um, <laughs> and it's Lawa. And he says, for all you people trying to get a good grade going into um, pre-med, forget about it because the average in this class is a C minus or a C or something like that. And he goes, drop it if you can now. And then for the next <laughs> class I came into, half the class is gone. And I, I'm like, I'm going to stick it out because I wanted to get into optometry. Oh, yeah. That was the worst decision of my life. I literally, I, I can't, I don't know. I stuck out for the whole semester. Um, I didn't even study for the final exam. Like you failed the final, you failed the course. I didn't even study for it because it was the last exam. Of, of I had five, I had five courses that uh, semester, and physics was the last exam out of uh, four days. Mm. So I didn't study. I just went in. I just filled in, filled in my um, my uh, exam, and then I left. Like I think half an hour into it, I left because I just filled out the multiple choice questions. And then the TA told me I had to get, sit back down because I wasn't allowed to leave um, before 45 minutes. <laughs> so <you> just... <laughs> so did you pass I that? I did. I did. I did. I barely passed because the curve was so the curve was so bad in that class. Oh, okay. And um, I failed. I technically speaking, I failed it, but um, the curve. I rolled the curve up to like a passing grade. Incredible. Oh, there you go. I know. That was that optics class or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It was terrible. He was. It was terrible. He was deriving E equals MC squared for us, like half of the semester. I was like, I don't need to know this. No one needs to know this. Like, why, are you teach, why are you teaching this? And then the uh, the optics portion of it, the portion that I needed for optometry, was like a two-week course within the, the whole semester. Wow. I'm like, this is brutal. <laughs> okay. And I um, remember you, you fooled, ditched me after the first class. The second I class was like, I all you guys got with that one. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I was with that in that one. But didn't we take an astronomy course together? Oh, yeah, astronomy. Was that, was that, something? that was the easiest A you could get. Yeah. So there was balance. There was balance. I still think. I don't know, man. That, <laughs> that physics class just did me in. I was like, that, that was too much for me. I so should have just dropped it, it when all you guys dropped it. If we relate this back to, to high school, then was it because um, physics was that much easier in high school? Was it was easy in high school, though? Thought? You guys did really well in high school. I took chem and I took physics. And I always came out of the physics going, I don't know what I was doing, but I always got a better mark than than chem. Yeah. 
No, so I, I don't know what. Kevin. I don't even know what the te- who the teacher was, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, I loved Kem in bio in high school. Like, well, this physics class was the there was two physics courses that were offered for first year university students, and this one was a tougher one because I needed this one to get into um, optometry. Otherwise, um, you, you didn't have the necessary classes to get into optometry. So I just take this one. There was an easier physics class that was offered. Yeah, Rocky, I think we needed a friend in right? Well, I, I think it was part of the curriculum, yes. I took a roundabout way going through that engineering thing, so it's, it's a bit of a blur now. Um, but yeah, I think it, it might have been part of it. So, Dan, did you get it? You didn't get into optometry, did you? Or what? Oh, no, after the first, after the first year, I was like, holy crap, I need to completely change the way I study. So it was actually, I, it was pure dumb luck that I even ended up in commerce because um, after all I knew was after the first year, I did not want to be in, I, I didn't have the grades or the, um, I, don't, I don't think I had the drive to get into medicine. So I'm like, I don't know what I wanted to do. And then all my friends were going into commerce. I'm like, what's commerce? I don't even know what that is. Like <laughs> just organized paper. Like, I don't know. You organize meetings. I have no idea. I didn't do any research. I was like, okay, you guys are going to commerce. I'll, I'll join you guys. And then um, in, you know, my first class, it just so happened that I, I took a marketing class. I had no idea what marketing was, um, but I was hooked after the first class because they showed this video of um, uh, a Shell commercial. You know, it was like a 30-second spot, and they talked about, you know, a career in advertising, and I'm like, this is so cool because in during high school, um, I loved art, right? Because I took yes. art. Yes. Oh, God, school. Dan, you're a good drummer. Yes. So, I, you know, advertising to me was like, this is like the perfect blend of sciences, business and art like it's like the perfect combination so like that's what i decided to get into i was really fortunate that that first marketing course um i took um they actually showed that video about the different types of careers you can have in marketing and, oh cool so um, was that is that what you're doing right now then or like what are you doing right now yeah that's yeah yeah perfect I, uh, I'm marketing oh so i was lucky enough after i graduated to get like a job in an ad agency oh wow and i've been doing uh various different jobs like at ad agencies and at different um companies since then. Good for you. That's awesome. Now, how about you, Charlie? Where did you go after that whole, uh, uh, did you get into optometry? <laughs> no. Um, so I think after that first day, I basically looked back to high school and I was like, well, what did I enjoy and what was I good at? And um, I was good at English for whatever reason. I was good at writing. And, and I remember like my first day or two days in high school uh, in Mr. Robinson and Mrs. Hunt's class. Yes. Um, they had asked us, you know, it was like our first day of grade 11, our second day, and they had asked us to write like some essay. And I ended up doing really, really well on that essay. And that's how I met Rebecca Bateman, because she like came over and introduced herself. Who are you? And how did you get such a good mark in this class? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, after, you know, I, I looked and I was like, well, you know, business, I was good at whatever you know high school business courses we we were taught and english so i decided to go and uh, get a double degree in english and business wow good for you a double degree so you're still working in that field then yeah so um you know after i graduated from university i studied information systems and i had two job offers in calgary and i had a job offer in uh vancouver or toronto and i don't know if you guys know this rock you might know 
when we were thinking of going to university, Dan and I really wanted to go to UBC, and we both yep. wanted to apply to UBC. And I think both of our parents shut it down, and they basically were like, "Well, there's a perfectly good university here. We're not paying for you to go to UBC." <laughs> so that <laughs> that crushed our UBC <laughs> dreams. Um, it was the same for me. It was like, "Yeah, I want to go here." <laughs> nope, you're going to go to Calgary. That's it. Exactly. So, but you know, I grew up in a small town in DC, and I had spent summers in Vancouver all the time. So I really wanted to get out there. And uh, after university, when I had the opportunity, uh, I took the job in Vancouver. Uh, and I've been out there ever since, and I'm still with the same company. Okay, so you're based in Vancouver then, Charlie? Uh, I live in Vancouver. My job is based out of New York. And so, you know, prior to everyone being locked down, I was on a plane quite a bit. Oh, uh, going back and forth. Reporting into, yeah. So I would be in New York, you know, once a month or a couple times. Oh, my favorite city. Another very cool. Those are my two favorite cities, Vancouver and New York. Oh, I love New York so much. Okay. And then, Dan, are you based in Calgary? I am, yeah. You are? Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I I hear jingling of the of the rocks on of the glass. Yeah, they're drinking. They're drinking. <laughs> oh, can you, can you hear that? I love it. <laughs> those are the those are the rocks hitting my glass. I, I feel up. like we're at a bar or something. We're at a pub. Yeah, you're not a you weren't a drinker before. Were yeah, you? were you? I don't Dan? remember. I'm pretty sure you turned just as red as me. <laughs> I, I think nope. I'm the bad influence here. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I've built a tolerance for alcohol, but I don't. I don't turn as I don't turn as red as um, you do, Rocky. You just got to build it's it. It's pretty bad when you and Charlie get together. You you guys are, are drinking. What are you drinking right now? Like hard liquor. Uh, bourbon. Uh, bourbon, right? Bourbon. Yeah, bourbon. Yeah, yeah what for? Rick, Rick, Rick. When we when me and you get together and we're doing that board game thing, what, what are we drinking? We're not drinking bourbon. <laughs> We're, we're drinking tea. We're oh, drinking yeah, that's right. We're drinking tea. tea. No, we're not. People are listening to this now that I know. I know. But so, no, we're drinking hard liquor yeah, with rocks. Like black Chinese tea is what we're Yes. Drinking. No. We're all great. Um, potato chips and stuff. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, Dan and uh, Charlie, what was your, uh, what did you like about uh, D? Did you look back with fondness about D from Baker? Or is it something that's like, oh, it's behind me now? Um, well, I, I guess I'll go first. So, you know, I moved, you know, from a tiny, tiny town, 4,500 people um, on the border of BC and Alberta. And I came to Calgary uh, a week before school started. And I started, you know, grade 11. And you guys all had this history. And I remember walking in at first, you know, I grew up in this tiny coal mining town and I was, you know, it was all white kids. And I had never really seen you know a large number of other asian kids let alone gone to school with them so that was eye-opening and i just remember being very new but being you know accepted and welcomed right away by a lot of people you know a lot of people were very friendly nice and you know talked to me included me in group projects etc so i you know i think that that's one of the, the things that sticks with me i think other people on the podcast have mentioned how high school and you know our class and deep specifically was very different for them um from junior high and, and other you know other situations that they were in and i think a lot of people who went to school were just very you know nice in general Wow. Okay. And Rocky, at this point, what were you saying about cultural? Well, I, I'm just surprised <laughs> at those two that are able to actually consume alcohol and then 
the rest of us, we, we take a sip of it and we're on the ground. <laughs> oh, that's it? I totally thought you had like a thesis <laughs> about no, cultural that differences. That's about it. That's all as far as I know. The whole Asian flush thing and all that. That's my, it? My, well, Rocky at me when I even attempt it. It's terrible. I had practice because I grew up in a small town of all white people. And I think, you know, we might have started drinking in grade seven or eight. Eight? Oh, jeez. <laughs> jeez, Charlie. Up. You're editing this out, right? <laughs> How about you, Dan? Because you were part of the football team, too, and you had you were a quarterback. Uh, not really. I was, in, I was never, you know, in that um, starting quarterback position. But I was, <laughs> you were you, arm. You had an arm. Yes, you, you did were. have an arm. Yeah, but, you know, that's not, what I, that's not what I remember high school for. I actually look back on high school with a lot of fondness. I, you know, it's, I'll like go what Charlie just said. Like, you know, a lot of the people are very accepting and, you know, I, I moved, I had, I had lots of friends in different groups of people. And just the fact that, um, you know, you didn't have to stay with, you know, one set of group, you could just go between friends and everyone's okay with that. And you just, everyone's very friendly and, um, I don't know, just really nice people. I just, I have, I look back at my time in high school with a lot of fondness. Like, yeah. um, I really enjoyed my time there. Um, enjoyed the people I met there. I mean, the fact that I'm so connected with Charlie and with you guys talking, talking to you guys right now, like it's, just go to show kind of the class. It's um, nice. you know quality people, quality people, quality people that graduated that class. Yeah. Now, did did you like, did you enjoy Charlie's car as well as other people in the class? Because oh, I'm here like... we go. I, I <laughs> wanted to bring go. this one up. Go. I had to bring go. this one up too. All the Charlie people about his car. <laughs> oh my God. What is with this car? What was the car <laughs> first off? May, may I may I start with this? Okay. Yeah, go ahead, Rocky. Okay. Rocky had a good car too. Kid shows up. This kid shows up in grade eleven. Oh, he's a nice guy and everything, and it's like. What are you driving? So I believe the first car that I saw was the the dark green Mazda MX-6 Mystere, which was like everybody was falling over. And then the next day you show up with this baby blue Isuzu Impulse, I'm thinking. Is that, that, am, I, am I correct on that <laughs> one? No, yeah. it was an Impulse, wasn't it? it was, and then uh... the third day, I think, you show up with this SUV. This is Suzu Rodeo. I'm like, who is this guy? This is this is crazy. And um, what were you driving, Rick? My mom's Toyota Tercel. Yeah. And, and, baby and blue. Dan? Um, I was Toyota as well, right? It was a 1983 Toyota Corolla with I a with a Jokely. Not you didn't hit this wrong. Oh, yes. Not an Oakley. It's a Jokely sticker on the front windshield. And then when I when I with the J, and then when I bought the car, I. You know, some people from high school were kind of making fun of it. I'm like, oh, man, this is embarrassing. So I took a knife and I stripped off the J, and no one knew any better. It was ugly from there, there on in. But it had the it had the grill in the back, uh, the back wind, windshield as well. It was classic, 1983-type car. So classic. And then there's Charlie with, with <laughs> and then Charlie. beautiful, beautiful green Mazda MX-6. How did you afford that, Charlie? Where was your Jokely sticker on on that car too? Or? <laughs> All right. Well, there's there's a whole longer story to this, oh, and, and I don't think a lot of people that uh, we went to high school with actually knew um, about the reason why I actually moved to to Calgary. So I grew up in this small town, um, and when I was 14, my mother went into very was in a very serious car accident uh, in the U.S. We had been on vacation down there, and she ended up having to be airlifted to. Calgary to uh, the Calgary General Hospital at the time. And she was actually in a coma for four months in Calgary when I was 14. And 
you know, she came out of a coma, but uh, the, the, the car accident was so serious that she was in rehabilitation for two years at the hospital. And so we were living in this small town, and, you know, the summer of after grade 10 is when I turned 16, and, you know, I had no intention of moving. And, and when we moved to Calgary, it was a surprise for us. Uh, that we were moving to Calgary because um, I had aunts and uncles in Calgary and my mother was in the hospital in Calgary. My father was still working in this small town. So, you know, a week before school was supposed to start, he pulled us out of school in Farwood and moved us to Calgary. And, you know, in Calgary, it's very tough to not have a car. And it was, you know, I don't know if it was guilt on my father's part, but, um, you know, we needed, oh, I needed a car. I guess, and uh, and he ended up buying me a car. Wow! So, Rocky, so, do you feel better about yeah. that story, or what? Um, yeah. How do you feel now, Rocky? <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say nothing now, but I'm still jealous of the said cars. See, that's why I love so, yeah, about the car, this. The car was hush money, and I think was it you know John Paradise here both things on one of the other earlier podcasts. They said, you know, um, it you really have to take the time to to understand that everybody has like a certain situation that they're dealing with yeah. that they may not be presenting to you. Yeah. So, you know, it's, I think that's one of the things, and we'll probably talk about this later, is the things about, you know, is there anything you regret in high school? And I think I regret, you know, not getting to know more people outside of the, the smallish circle that we were in uh, because, you know, everyone else had, you know, circumstances or situations that they were in that, you know, they probably didn't share. But at the same time, though, back then, would we have shared those stories with everybody? Right. The way that we're like, talking about. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know, Rocky and Dan, how long it took me to tell you about my family situation. Yeah, it was a while. Yeah. I, it was quite a while, I remember. Even during our 20th reunion, you know, there's some things that I found out through this 25th project that I had no clue about with everybody, right? And it's it's really good just to, you know, open conversations like that up and all that. And Wow. I'm still thinking about that car stereo that you have, Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, so, you know, when when you're 16 and you're not old enough to drink and uh, you spend a lot of time driving around the city and, you know, like you, Rick, I'm, I was and still am very much into music. Mm. You just, you know, you spend a lot of time in the car and driving around and hanging out in parking lots and parks and everything else. And then music, and, you know, becomes a soundtrack to you know, your life at that specific time. Yeah, what a good way. So let, let's uh, add the songs on, on that. Yeah, good, good segue. segue. This is it. For those that don't know, Rocky, what was your song that you put on the Spotify playlist? Uh, End of the Road, Boys to Men. Of course, I, which I, is a soundtrack. Songs the best. We'll, we'll stick with that one. We'll yeah, oh, of course, for sure. Okay, Charlie, let's go with you first. Um, what are you going to add to this? There are so many that I can list. And, you know, I... I, I thought it was hilarious that, that Robin Murray picked Mr. Bain and Saturday Night of all things. <laughs> um, but we did listen to that a lot in my car. Um, and I, I really like Chris Falkenberg's choice of Pearl Jam, Daughter, which I also thought a lot of at the time. But I, I think you mentioned it, Rick, that that, that time of music was kind of amazing. There was, there's a lot oh. of really good stuff that came out, right? So good. So... You know, there's so many things around there. There's like Beck was out, Alanis Morissette came out, yeah. um, you know, Green Day. Yeah. And then there's sort of an obscure song that I don't know if a lot of people know, but he would probably know. Um, Good by Better Than Ezra. 
Wow. I would not have picked you know, that for you. Remember that song? Yeah, oh, yeah. So, I would so, not have guessed like, that you would have I picked think, that. I think that that song, like, I, you know, I think a lot of people um, knew that I listened to a lot of dance music. But growing up in Sparwood, I listened to a lot of country music. But I think that Better Than Ezra and uh, Green Day sort of ushered, you know, my musical taste into you know, that grunge rock era of that time. And I, you know, I discovered Green Day and Pearl Jam and Beck and Soundgarden. Yeah. And, you know, all of that stuff. And and for whatever reason, you know, this obscure song from Better Than Ezra. Wow. Rocky, would you have guessed that? I wouldn't have guessed that. No, I, I had a completely other song pick for Charlie. <laughs> what was your pick for Charlie? Um, um, a, a song by a, uh, a, I think he's a European DJ, DJ Bobo, I think. I, Charlie brought up all these dance music stuff back in the day. So, <laughs> DJ Bobo. DJ Bobo? Is that for real? Yeah, oh, there is a DJ Bobo. Absolutely. Charlie yeah. knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, he's a Swiss. Yeah, I can't remember the name of that song right now. Uh, I'm looking at the right yeah, now. He Wikipedia. <laughs> that's what it is. See? Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. DJ yeah. Bobo. Apple Music. Apple, Apple Music. music. Oh, okay, that's what If we were at Diefenbaker, yeah, we would have been in the library opening up the World Book Encyclopedia, looking up yeah. DJ Bobo. That love is all around. Okay. Do you know, Charlie raises a good point. We did grow up during a very... I, I didn't know at the time, though, because we were being inundated with just all this music of all different genres, and there was all popular, like from country to pop to R&B to rock. Like, that's that's not happening now. <laughs> Right. But Rick, that's that's your common complaint. We've had these conversations where you think like everybody goes back to the eighties, but you you push the nineties. Oh, I'm still right? pushing the nineties, always and yeah. always will. Like I will put my flag on the nineties for sure, by far, because it was it, it was eclectic and everybody was popular. Like I said, everybody was charting at the time. It, like 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 the Backstreet Boys, right? The Backstreet Boys, yeah. Well, that was like that during the later 90s, right? And it just, everybody was from the boy bands to, you know, the, the grunge and to rock and country for sure. Are you going to guess what Dan is going to choose here? Oh, oh. I, I, well, I, I was, I would have thought it would have been uh, Voice to Men. And him and I were yeah. talking a little bit about this. And I was like, Dan, there's too much Voice to Men. I'll just play this already. <laughs> <laughs> See, you got you got to own the song. Like this is your song. Nobody's gonna touch the song. So what is it gonna be? True. That is so quintessential of that time, though. Boys to Men. It was, oh, yeah. it was all Boys to Men. Totally. Well, especially uh-huh. for you three. You three were fast with Boys to Men. Oh yeah. Oh, with Travis, Chris, Ooh, and fun. Rocky and I, we yeah. would always pose as Boys to Men for our traditional. <laughs> oh, yeah. no, no, no. I don't say always. Always. No, it's always like we will. We might as well do one now. We'll get Chris and there Travis. Is a grad there is a grad picture of us doing that. Both a grad picture and then a picture outside the front entrance and our twentieth uh, oh, reunion too, right? We did we do that, yes. Yeah. Oh no. So Dan, are you picking boys the men? No, I <laughs> well I can't pick them because there's too much representation of boys the men. You can pick, it's okay. Um I'm looking at U2 songs, but that's very... Yeah. I mean, are there a lot of U2 songs already chosen? No, no, not enough U2 songs. And I'm a huge U2 fan, so I'm a, I agree with you on that. Well, I'm going to go in left field. I'm going to say, I don't know if this has been said already, um, 1979, Smashing Pumpkins. I was also going to suggest Bullet with Wings. Oh, jeez, man, we're all pumpkins. Why not U2? I thought we were going to the U2 route. No? Okay. <laughs> well, I'm a U2 fan. I'm a huge U2 fan, like, so... I mean, 1979 is still like a very, um, oh, yeah. I like that song, but 
you two, like, I mean, can't go wrong with one with or without you. Um, but I, I don't think any of those songs were actually... Um, one was time, uh, right? well, but at the same time, there were some songs that were picked that were just it just brought you back. Like Patio Lanterns was picked, but that was not oh, even oh, during her. But it's just something that just brings you back. I know a song uh, Bo picked was was released like in ninety seven, ninety like it was like two years after the fact that we graduated. But it was the lyrics that got <laughs> him to uh, to that. Oh, part. got it. Yeah, but I think we can do nineteen seventy nine if you want. We were talking about the uh, the U two concert in Edmonton. Oh, changed uh, my life. So, so you went with Rebecca and Dave. And uh, and Darwin. That was Darwin? the Boys to Men concert. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, because U two was two years later. Right? Yeah, U two was two years later, and I, yeah, I wish I I wish I would have went to that second show because there was two shows there. Because that one show just it changed my life. It just changed everything. Not changed everything, but it just. It opened my eyes to like, oh my goodness! I didn't mean that I was not liking Boys to Men as much. I still love Boys to Men, <laughs> like to this day, I still love them. But um, just seeing a band perform live and write their own songs and actually not lip sync. Coliseum setting too, right? Uh, it was actually at Commonwealth, so um, and you can actually yeah. YouTube that show. Uh, somebody like it was. We, they they made a recording of that concert, right? Yeah, and they released with or without you uh, from that. That was my birthday. We Dan and I and a bunch of other people went up, and it was my birthday June fourteenth when we were up there. Yeah, if you have not seen YouTube live, even now, like oh, amazing, incredible! Like even pick up a DVD or do they still use DVDs? I don't know. <laughs> Just try to find YouTube. <laughs> YouTube, uh, YouTube it. YouTube it. Yeah, YouTube it, and you'll see, like, everything about that. And they're, they're a band that still has their original members still to this day, and you can't say that much with about any band at this point. Don't say Backstreet Boys, Rocky, because... I, I'm not... I'll, I'll just stay silent. Because Kevin left, and now he's back. He came back! <laughs> yeah, he came back, but I didn't see Larry Mullen do Very, that. very... <laughs> Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, so we gonna get Julie on here soon. Yeah, we uh, is she available or should we, you want to message her? Because uh, she had a list. Did you see that list that she was going to mention? It was a huge list. I don't know if she's going to write a book. How did you guys keep close? Was it as simple as email and well texting? We text well, back after or how? Did, I mean, Dan and I, Dan and I went to business school together and we graduated from business together. Oh, that's a good. Um, we you know we traveled together like dan and i went to 
uh, Taiwan, Hong Kong, Japan. The summer wow. When was that? Our final year of business school. Oh, geez. So this is the summer of 2000. And, uh, and actually, funny story. Dan's brother-in-law married a girl who was basically essentially my, my little sister. She was our family friend's uh, youngest daughter. So Dan, his brother-in-law is basically like family now. Wow. I love hearing that. Like the crazy part is that she's there from Sparwood, right? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so um, when, when we ended up in Sparwood, uh, my, my parents uh, and I, as a, a child, we um, were immigrants and were sponsored by a family or a group of people in Sparwood. And there was two, two sort of refugee families that were sponsored and ended up in Sparwood. And my family was one. And Krista, who's uh, Dan's sister-in-law, um, her family was the other family. So we grew up together in this wow. tiny town. And then years and years later, you know, she becomes Dan's sister-in-law. Wow, this circle of life or it's just a small world? I don't know what it is. Yeah. Two Disney references here. And is there anything that you would have done differently? I think you already answered that, Charlie, about Ethan Baker. Yeah, you know, um, so I I was in tech, and so I didn't know I, I didn't oh. know a majority of the people oh. that weren't in tech. <laughs> you know, Dan Dan and Rocky, you guys weren't in tech, right? So I met oh, we know. We were regular. Uh, we were the regular people. Did you wish you were in prep, though? Like, I, I wanted to get out of pep, but they wouldn't allow me. Well, they eventually did. Like, I wanted to get out of it because I, I knew that I couldn't learn. As I don't well. even know how you guys got into pep. I have I no clue. Yeah, option. what was the procedure of that, by the way? I have no idea. I, when I went to go register for school, they just said, oh, we have this other program. Uh, are you interested? And I went to me and my father basically just said, sure. It seemed like good. We have dinging. Okay. Yeah, I have no idea how. how, how, how Dan, you and I met in French, and French was not a pep class. Yeah. And Rocky, were you in French with us? Mr. Kahoot in French 10N? Yes, we were all in the same class. Was it 10N? I came in grade 11? Maybe. Speaking of. Yeah. He had a a weird dog name. DOG. DOG, yes. We met in French because French was not a pep class. I only remember um, Mr. Prest. I'm going to edit this. Book. One of the vice principals. But... Yeah, I think he, I he wrote he wrote a poetry book. Oh, I, I, I just remember a lot of our math teachers. Oh, the math teachers. Mr. I'm getting Rasma and Mr. Castle. Who Castle was the junior uh, football coach. That's right. He was. Uh, math 31. Was that Braxma? Cindy's favorite teacher. I, I had a couple of math. I had a couple of math classes with him. Who was your favorite? The chair never moved. His chair never, his uh, hair not, or his chair? His hair never moved. <laughs> his chair. Never moved. I was like, what? I think Julie's ready. Do you want to give her a call? Uh, who's up? Me? I'll, 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 I'll do this. Hold oh, on. Okay. Back. Your Apple phone will connect. Hey, thanks, Dan. I really do appreciate, and Charlie, thank you so much for bringing Dan in. And it's, I do appreciate you guys being on this. Uh, I'll well, send you a portion of my gas bill, Rick. <laughs> Your gas bill? We'll cover it. We'll, we'll have a GoFundMe. <laughs> Because <laughs> I don't think the podcast. Well, maybe we might have sponsors because Julie has like a long list of stuff that she wants to chat about. Hello, hi, Julie. Hi, guys. Do you want to go with your list oh, here, or what? Julie's in the house. I'm in the house. I'm back. You're back, Julie. The Fongzer is in the house. Oh God, that goes back to elementary school, Ronnie. I, 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 ha- I had to do it. Wow. Oh my God! Wow. So, Julie, oh, let's go with your list here. Um, what was what was the first question that you wanted to ask? Was it the gap? 
better than Club Monaco? Yeah. Those are fighting like, words. I don't know. Cause yeah, I, I know a lot of people had... Monaco is definitely more iconic, right? I think everybody had a, a Monaco sweatshirt. That's true. But Gap was pretty popular, too, wasn't it? Was Char- Charlie, you worked at Gap? Is that right? Or no? <laughs> I worked there during college, yeah. Oh. Did a part-time job in the university. Okay, so... But Charlie was the... He was the, the, the trendsetter when it came yes, to... Yes, the trendsetter. Clothing, stuff like that. Where would you get that, though? Was it just by watching TV or magazines or at that time? What what was what was setting the trend? What TV shows were we watching at that time? I don't even remember. It was, so that might have been it. Like, who was wearing Doc Martens at that time? And it was like, yes, everybody has to wear Doc Martens now. You had a pair, didn't you? I never had Doc Martens. No. I think I had Birkenstocks. Birkenstocks? There's another thing. He definitely had Birkenstocks. He definitely yeah, he had definitely those. Had Birkenstocks. Well, I have Birkenstocks sure. now. They're all back again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's so funny. Um, I'm gonna have we, to agree with Charlie though. I think Club Monaco was definitely more popular. Like you saw everyone with those sweatshirts. Yeah, who set that trend? You saw everyone with those sweatshirts. Didn't sweatshirts. Club Monaco also have like some like two for like two for fifty bucks? Oh yeah, absolutely. Whatever. So, so but fifty you know, bucks. Back now they're they're over one hundred and twenty bucks each. I think now, so it's a complete rip. <laughs> it's a rocky nose. <laughs> but we do want sponsorship from them, right? So yeah, of course we do. Um, Julie, continue. Hi. You have like I'm uh, reading this list. Do you want me to read this? Or I I want to bring you read it one thing. You one? go. No, you go first, and I'll, I'll bring it. No, this is a long list, so go ahead. Rocky. Well, I I'm, the thing that just jumped up was the birthday pylon. <laughs> the birthday pylon. What was the birthday pylon? I do kind of. Someone stole a pylon, and I think it was it me. It was me, and I think it was Al. I can't remember who was with me, but it was sitting behind Charlie's house in the alley. Yes. And we were being stupid. So we're like, okay, let's steal this pylon. And then it and became the birthday? birthday pylon. So who has yeah, that? We, we wrote all over it. Yeah, we signed our names on our 18th birthday, but I don't know what happened to it. Oh, I know I never, it never got to me because my birthday's in November. I wonder so. if it's Dan's, like Dan's parents' basement. Yeah. Is it no, Dan? There's no way. No. There's no way. <laughs> gotta be there. He, it's gotta be there, but he's refusing to give up. Someone, someone has to have it. So, if any of you uh, deep alumni remember, or if you guys have it in your possession, your parents have it. Please say something, because <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what happened to it. That's so funny. When was the last time you? Who was the last person in possession of it? Well, you're May, right, Dan? So it, it, it yeah. July type time frame. I don't even well, know who he's gone to. Charlie's in June. Yeah, so Dan right. would only have had it for like three weeks before it got passed for me. So it's uh, in, it's in Charlie's possession. That's what we're saying, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I am kind of passing the suspicion over to Charlie. <laughs> I don't know, Julie and, and Rick. You're yeah. Rick. You're in May. So I yeah, we'll, we'll we'll stick with Ju- with June and, and Charlie. Yeah. Okay. So we can find someone with a birthday later on in the year. I'm removing myself from this narrative. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, Julie. Do you think the pylons at what did you say, Taz or Yucatan's or Coconut Joe's? Oh God, no! Oh, Gosh, you didn't bring that. You didn't bring it clubbing, didn't you say? No. You had, okay. We have lots so, of Julie, clubbing adventures, we, though. Yes, Julie. We went clubbing, right? Um, when was your birthday? November. Birthday? November. And when did we go clubbing? Probably in. Like every August, night, September? it was the summer. 
the summer before so, university so started. Let, let's let's go through the timeline again, Julie. Is this yeah. about birthday the in November? Oh, yes, my birthday is in November. So that you'll be your 18th birthday in November. Are we still talking about this pile on? No, we're talking about <laughs> it sounds like birthday. How you got in? Why does that sound like you're incriminating me? <laughs> I'm, I absolutely am. <laughs> I ha- oh well, you guys didn't hear. I mentioned this on the last podcast with uh, Jamie. Yeah. But I had a I had a fake ID. Well, we were talking. Well, we were talking yeah. about this too. I don't know how Charlie, because I don't know how you guys started drinking without a fake ID. Did you just get like alcohol at the store <laughs> <laughs> at Seven Eleven? Like, or, or well, Dad had an older brother. We'll just blame him. Uh, I don't <laughs> think he had anything to do with this. But <laughs> I don't recall. I don't. Re- I actually don't recall. How we got? Who else are we throwing under the bus on well, this? Dave, you turned eighteen well, in May, and don't forget, Dave McKellar turned eighteen in February. So, oh, you know, at least the final, you know, little bit of no. You know, know who it is? Eighteen. You know who it is? It's our mutual friend that went to Churchill. Al. Oh, Al Ho. Oh, we'll blame Al. We can bring him on if you want. We should phone him on. <laughs> we should phone him. <laughs> I wonder if he would. Al would be with he, it. He's. He's got a major. He's February. He's February. No. March. 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 He's at the beginning of the year. I just know that. Pretty sure. I know he had some parties. The same guy. I remember he had some parties. He went to our grad, but he went to a different school. (laughs) So how'd that work? Yes. Um, remember we had this conversation? Do you want? We we can try to dial him up if you want to. We want to answer this. We could. Okay, here we go. Let's see. No, he's got young kids. But... How many more Asians can we put on this call? <laughs> <laughs> you want to check? Riding a ride at Disneyland. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's okay. That's but yes, I had a I had a fake ID, and someone we know helped me get it, and it was done very poorly. But I got in, <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> was, it, wow. was it that in Korea? We did have, like, like what after what high school, school, I mean, we all went to university, and we did do a, a fairly extensive carpooling thing, didn't we? We did. We, we crammed we each other. We school all the time. We crammed into, I think it, I don't know whose car it was, but I remember I was, in tr- I was in the trunk with Courtney once. <laughs> in the oh, trunk? A lot of things happened in, in my view. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, don't, remember, I don't remember. Don't you remember our hiking trip to Kananaskia that we used to do? Yes. What was that all I about? Whose who's trunk were you in? I want to say it was your trunk. I'm pretty sure I was in Charlie's I, trunk too. And Dan's, because Dan had the white car. Dan had the yeah, white car. Back. Are we making up history now? Like, what? No. <laughs> it's things are slowly coming back to me. Is it, are you sure? No, it is. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure Julie made a couple trips in the trunk because I had a ha- my car was a hatchback. Yeah, so it was easy for us to just dump people into the back. Yeah, it was fun though. It was great. Wow. <laughs> how long were so that would take what forty five minutes or how long were you in that trunk? So from our place to the university. Oh, for, you know, I thought you meant Ken and Askus. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> no, it wasn't this. Was it the school? We, I think it was only like four of us that did that, that carpooling in the, the school for some reason. Yeah, because we shared the past, or you guys shared the past. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we carpooled, like we, we sat in the trunk on the way to the bar. 
I vaguely remember that. I don't know whose car it was, though. <laughs> wow. Would you do it all Probably over? Probably me, because I don't drink, so I was driving for you guys. But you did drink back then, right? I'm learning new things on this thing. <laughs> me? No. No? Okay. I always got free pop, because I was a designated driver. I just go up to the bar and go, and I'm driving. Oh, here's your free cola. It's good. It's good to be a designated driver. I love being a designated driver. Sometimes you get tips, too. Because the more people get drunk, then they're like, here you go. Here's 20 bucks. I was like, oh, awesome. Okay. <laughs> Just love reliving all this Stephen Baker stuff. I, I wish that we could have been there. I think I think we could have been there again, right? Would they have allowed us back in there? Just don't bring me back in Did you have fun on the 20th reunion? Yeah, well, yeah, for sure. I had fun, too. I wasn't there long, but I had fun. It was alcohol-free until afterwards. It was. <laughs> what was I'm not it? saying I'm an alcoholic, though. I want to make that clear. Oh, I think I drove from... No, did I drive? I see. I, I think you did. I yeah, no. from Vancouver yeah. and convinced Dan to go again. <laughs> really? <laughs> I strong-armed him into, into all this stuff. How do you feel about that, Dan, that Charlie forces you to do stuff like this? At the end of the day, I'm glad he does because it's, it's very... Um, it's good connect, to connect with you guys again. I always enjoy it. I always dread going into these things, but um, after I do them, I always I really enjoy the experience. God, so, you've you lived an interesting life. Well, not lived. You still live an interesting life, Dan. It's just, you know. <laughs> well, thanks, Rick. No, you do. Like, it's, it's, it's good to hear that your journey has led you to where you are right now. And you too, Charlie. Like, it's amazing. It's incredible. Uh, what you guys Did you guys ever connect in the, in the ground into each other in Vancouver? We ran into him when Dan was in Vancouver uh, when we were trying to set up the 20th reunion, and Rick gave us a tour of the studio. That's right. That's right. Yeah, so. Rick gave us a tour of the studio. Well, what? If you ever come to Toronto, let, let me know, and I'll give you a tour. But um, Oh, cool. Well, not yet. Until this whole COVID. One day. Yeah. One, one day. I, you guys are working from your... Laptops, Dan. Charlie? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm in the office. I'm always working at home. Can you imagine being stuck in the office? Yeah, how is that? Just working from home. Like I, I'm working in the office all the time, so I, 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 I don't know if I can handle being at home. Who are you questioning directly to? anybody um, working from home, how is that? I enjoy it. You do? I work from home all the time. Yeah. You know, I've been. I was on video calls for you know the last. 10 years, five years. Um, so the world is caught up to you. From home all the time. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just my company, um, they enabled working from home for, for a long time. Yeah. Um, so nothing, nothing really changed for me except that now I just don't get on the plane to, to go anywhere. You miss traveling too? Uh, I miss sometimes. Like, you know, I, I, uh, I'm fortunate that I've gotten to see a lot of the world already, and, and uh, with my job, I got to go to some really cool places. Wow. So, you know, I've, I've been to, like, St. Petersburg, Russia, and I've been to... Jeez. Yeah, and, and, you know, some not-so-nice places like Nigeria. Wow! <laughs> I, vol- I, I volunteered in Africa for a month with them. So you're the new Carmen San Diego of the class. My goodness. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been I've been really lucky. But you know, this year was supposed to be a good year. I was supposed to be in like Japan in March and in Vietnam in June and 
Is this so all because of your job? Just end of June. Just yeah, exactly. Wow. It's all that got canceled this year, unfortunately. But, Are you looking for people? Because you know. I would like to apply. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, I, I think I think when when all of a sudden you're not allowed to travel, you really appreciate when you were able to travel. And someone else talked about how they would they would you know if they had to give advice to people, they would say you know travel when you have the opportunity. Because now that you can't. Yeah, I think there's there's a lot of people who are sort of missing the places that they've been or or now you know yeah. to, to get out there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm in I'm in that boat too. Like like um, Grace and I travel. Well, we pretty much take a trip every year, and so this year we were supposed to go to Vietnam, uh, Malaysia, and Singapore, and we were actually supposed to be there with Charlie um, in Vietnam, but we got we had to cancel those plans obviously because of COVID nineteen. But you really don't. Um, you really don't know how good you have it until I guess something like this comes along and then you can't travel anymore. It's just you really end up missing it quite mm-hmm. a bit. So um God. It impacted our travel quite a bit. Man. For me it'd be like Brooks and Strathmore and Vulcan and Hannah. What's you go that? down to San Diego and <laughs> I'm stuff, kidding. Well no, I've been everywhere in the States and everywhere in Canada, but So for my job, um, for many years I was always um, part of the recruiting team. Yeah. As well, um, I volunteer for recruiting in the fall. We would go talk to university students, and a lot of university students are always asking for advice. And I think one of the things that sticks out for me is, you know, you get all these people that graduate from university and they go out and get a job. And one of the first things that that you know university kids do is they go out and they buy that like nice new car. And and I always, you know, uh, I give advice and I say, you know don't go out and buy that new car, take that money and go and travel and go and see the world and go and experience other cultures and languages and cities and experiences. And, you know, all of that will stick with you, you know, way longer than this car that will, you know, eventually five or 10 years later, you're going to get rid of. And you won't have nearly as many memories from the car as you will from if you were to travel. Unless it's a Honda Civic, right, Rocky? Nineteen nineteen seventy seven. Nineteen seventy seven. Still looking. <laughs> I was gonna say I agree with Charlie what Charlie said. I think I touched on that in mm-hmm. the podcast. Yeah. But yeah, travel when you can. I mean, you guys are I live vicariously through you guys. I've traveled all over Alberta, so yay. You can tell me or you can ask me anything about Alberta. I can tell you where to go to find it. So. Every hockey rink, right, Julie? Every every hockey rink, exactly. <laughs> every single one. And Dan, is there any advice that you would like to give to somebody, like if you were speaking in front of a bunch of students on Zoom? Um, you know, honestly, I I think the advice I give um, anyone coming out of high school and university is take risks. Like, I think if there's one regret I have, it's not taking being a bit more um, being being a bit less risk averse. I think there's been lots of opportunities for me to, um, you know, try different things and do different things. And even though I, you know, I've done a lot of, I think, um, pretty neat things. I think there's, I, I always have regrets a lot those things that I didn't do. That doesn't take a lot of courage, but it's just, I think for me, because I'm very, uh, I tend to be a bit more risk averse, um, especially when it comes to business um, decisions and um, things like that. Um, there's always things I look back on in my uh, career and in my life. I'm like, man, I should have really just jumped on that when I had the chance to. And uh, so I think that's probably the advice I give anyone. It's just, yeah. you know, don't be afraid to take those risks because when you're young, you know, honestly, it's not the end of the world. Like, it's, it, take a risk. You never know how it's going to go. Yeah. You just don't. Um, and more often than not, it's 
probably going to go well. And if it doesn't, you know what? You learn from it and you move on, right? Um, without ever taking those risks, you'll never learn and you'll uh, potentially miss out on a great learning opportunity or even a great success. Just like you appearing on this podcast, <laughs> right? Especially uh, take no as an answer as well. Like, don't be afraid to take no as an answer. And don't be afraid of asking and getting rejected, too. Because that, that's okay. Totally. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's it's all part of the learning process, right? Like, oh, totally, for sure. Even looking back at our grad photos, and a lot of people looking back at mine think that I'm a K-pop star. <laughs> Oh I did, but back then I didn't think and I looked like a K-pop star. But now, if I would have told myself, I'd be like, "Hey, ask her out. You're a K-pop star with that gorgeous look." Anyways. Thanks again. Is there anything else you want to add to this at all? It's open. Drinks are on the house. Well, so so Rick, for me, um, on my way here before I got to Calgary, I stopped in Sparwood, and you know, I went to school with all those kids from from kindergarten to grade 10 before I moved uh, to Calgary. And I stopped and I saw some of the, the kids that I grew up with. Yeah. I graduated in class at 55. And, you know, it also would have been the 25-year high school reunion with them. And so, you know, it was, it was just nice to catch up with, with those people um, and see where they've been. And even though you're not uh, in touch very often, but they did play, like, a large part of your life. And, you know, I, I caught up with them for one evening for a couple hours. And and so, you know, for you to put together this podcast and for us to get sort of a longer glimpse into people's lives, I think has, has really meant a lot to, you know, everybody participating and everybody listening. Because, you know, even if we would have had a reunion, you would have gotten, you know, the 30-second minute update from everybody on what they've been up to. But now you actually are hearing a lot more into their lives and where they've been and what they've done and, and the experiences that they've had. And so, it, you know, I think it provides a lot more meaning and an in-depth, you know, view into all these people that, that we, you know, may, may or may not have been close friends with in high school, but I have a, a huge appreciation for, for all the people that participated and, and learning, you know, what they've been up to. I didn't pay Charlie $40 to say that. So that's amazing. <laughs> the check is in the mail no they, but thank you so much for taking the time and i don't i totally understand how people have busy lives and they have families and they're traveling and you know they're doing stuff or well not really traveling but you know they're doing other stuff and um i like i said that like for you to say yes to this that means the world to me and and to think that these things are going to live forever until the internet collapses <laughs> until the internet that's, disappears. That's a scary part. That's a scary part. <laughs> that's a very, yeah, exactly. Like, it, this is like an audio time capsule. So we will look back at this and go, oh, this was what we were dealing with during our 25th. Yeah. It's just like, well, how? What? That. But yeah, thanks, Rick, for setting this up. Like, I mean, I mean, I know I was a little um, hesitant coming on, but as I said, like, once, you know, once I get on these things, I always, you know, look back and think, wow, that was a really good experience. So you know, I want to thank you for putting this together. I know it's a lot of work and a lot of commitment for me. So. Um, thank you. Yeah, no worries. We'll do it again tomorrow. <laughs> well, call Charlie for <laughs> I'm going to be driving to Vancouver tomorrow morning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My job here is done. I got Dan on the podcast. Now I can leave. 
you've done your job. You Mission completed, Charlie. Also. Awesome. <laughs> Rick's, uh, Rick's fuel money for Charlie is in, is in the mail as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's so great. Labor Day is my end date, right? Like, Labor Day is it. I just I don't want it to spill over to the next school year or whatever. I think that's what I've wanted. And now it's that... It's been uh, delayed. You can keep going. Oh, yeah, that's right. Is school delayed for everybody? I don't know. Not, not yet. These podcasts now are going to be coming out fast and furious because of the fact that uh, more people want to be a part of it, and which is... Pretty cool. Are a lot of people contacting you now? Is yeah, that, is, it is. It's it's, it's opening up. Yeah, it's opening up now because I've reached out to a lot of people, and some people say, "Yeah, let's do it," but then all of a sudden they like radio silence, and that's why I brought up like Dan's <laughs> they, point. They get too. cold feet like me. I think people have been listening to them too, and and they didn't yeah. know what to expect at the beginning, right? Yeah, I think yeah, which is fine. I totally agree. Like I I didn't even know what to expect when I first phoned Lisa. And we started that, and then I had Rocky on for the second, and then we phoned Tanya, and then all of a sudden it just grew from there. You know, it's There's some other guys that want to redo theirs as well. I know uh, Aaron. <laughs> They're redoing. Julie said that she wants to. We're redo. not redoing. They want to do another conversation. Is what Aaron wants. Oh well, yeah, that's that's a thing too. Like, and that's why Cindy's appeared on a few because she really wants to chat with other people too. So I know Dan, you want to be on another one of these. So let me know. But <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe. But, yeah, well, that's what that's the thing. Like, if you guys had so much fun, if you want to be on another one, you know, bring in another grad you, and we'll do it. Are you having fun? Yeah, it's fine. Your goal. Rick, is your goal to get everyone in the graduating class? It was. It was. at And yeah, I mentioned that it was at first, but I knew, like, you know, it's always like aim high, aim for the stars, and you'll just whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Put your feet on the ground. Um, And I knew I wasn't going to get that, but I was very surprised. And I I think I told Julie this too, um, by the amount of people that I got. It's, It's interesting because we had like 50 people appear in our 20th reunion. And I told, yeah, mm-hmm. I said, we've exceeded that, which is amazing. Like, it's just crazy. We only, we only had 50 people in our... Yeah, we had only 50, and it looked like it was more. And it was great. It was a great yeah. turnout. Yeah, it's, it's companions and all that oh, stuff. Then it became 69, right. Right. 70. But it, it, we had a good turnout. Don't get me wrong. But the thing is, though, I know, and that that's life, uh, there's going to be less and less people as we get older, and which is a sad thing. Then that's yeah. why I go. That's yeah. why I really want to capitalize on this. I'm hoping that we have the same amount for our thirtieth and fiftieth. Let's aim for that too, right? <laughs> yeah, let's cross our fingers, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, Rick, I I've spent a lot of time driving, so I have listened to yeah. all of them. That's where a lot of people and have it's, been listening. It's it's pretty amazing what some of our class has done. You know, like oh. some, when you were talking to Andrea and yeah. you were talking to like. I think Alia's was really interesting. The fact that she's like semi-retired and sails on a boat. And, yeah, and, I, and agree. Pottery. I agree. <laughs> you know, John Paradowski and his crazy ultra marathons or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> there are some people I, I'm hoping and I just, I just, I wish I can connect with and all that stuff because oh, I would love to like know what everybody's up to, right? But at the same time, I understand how some just don't want to do it. And by all means, you know, I understand that maybe that time of period of their lives, they just want to forget, which is fine. But um, I know that Cindy brought this up too. Like there's some jobs, for instance, that she's been there longer than high school, which is only three years, but it's usually high school. We bring up in our memories a lot. We have this connection with high school, which is just crazy. It's, it's only three years. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that's I mean, it's definitely the form, it's definitely the most probably the most important informative years, right? Like I mean, think about it. Like, um, I don't think I had met anyone in university that I'm 
coach with. Like I mean, I hang like I would consider Charlie one of my best friends, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you meet you meet most of your best friends, I think, in high school, and after that, it's kind of it gets harder and harder to establish those like yeah. long term solid mm-hmm. relationships. Yeah. Um, it gets really difficult actually yeah, in university and onwards. It's, it's kind of easy with social media, of course, and we have that connection and all that. But at the same time, if you're scrolling through, you really, like you mentioned too, that you really don't get the full story when you see a picture of maybe Ali on a boat. Yeah. But then all of a sudden when yeah. you talk to her, it's like, oh, geez, now you get the full, oh, pottery and all that stuff and how she got on that boat, too. And that way. Well, Rick, I hope that, that at the end of this, and I hope that, you know, of the, the people that are listening to this and, um, you know, even us on the phone, it inspires people to, to reach out and get together more. And, you know, next time I'm in Calgary, Rocky and Julie, and we should actually maybe get together. We will something. definitely get together. Yes. <laughs> I miss you guys so much. <laughs> I miss you guys so much. Seriously. Julie, I don't think I've seen you for like, in like, probably 10 plus years. Yeah. Except for, well, like, I mean, the <laughs> for, for the reunion. I saw you guys at the reunion. Yeah, that's right. But yes, that's right. I but am before then. We will yeah. only get together uh, if Charlie has that car and we will all gather. Bring about the NX6. Well, honestly, I have a ton of time now because my daughter decided to quit hockey. So my time commitment has just opened up. She is no longer Canadian. You want to have breakfast tomorrow at 6 a.m.? <laughs> hey, where? Where? I'm serious. I'm, I'm working until like 4 this morning. So, oh, my God, I mean, no. <laughs> really? Charlie, come on. <laughs> if you name the place, I'll be there. <laughs> we're actually going to do this. Wow. But I would wow, need to wow. get to, I'm going to go to work right after that. So I will do it. Wow. Yeah, yeah I, I'm too. Even right. if we just grab a bottle. I, I, like, I like say one thing and everyone's like, yeah, I'll do it. See? Rick, you gonna, Rick, you going to fly down for breakfast tomorrow? Yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm going to fly out take right now. The, take the corporate jet and, and, bring, and get the over there. Corporate here. jet? <laughs> what kind of corporate jet are you talking about? <laughs> this is radio. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for sure. Like, I don't know if you if you're serious about it, I'll meet you somewhere because I'm I'm done work at four in the morning and I'm up until about seven. Like right now, I'm staying with my parents in Beddington because um my they're they're doing work on my bathroom, so I need I'm there. So I'm Ooh. Julie never sleeps too. You never you're sleep, Julie. Beddington. So I'm back in Beddington. Beddington's where it's at. Hey, Dad, is your parents still in Beddington or are they move? They sure are. They're in the same house? Yeah. Same house, man. Oh, okay, really? Mom's in the same house, too, Rick. And yeah. Julie's mom's and their parents are the same house. I love parents that. are the same house as well. That's amazing. That's crazy. Isn't that great? Is that great or is that an Asian thing? What What is that? Or is that a parents thing? Like parents thing. Parents thing. Yeah, yeah. Parents maybe a parents thing. Their house hasn't changed a bit. Oh. Neither has my parents. Still got all the, Dan, still got all the wood paneling and stuff? Oh hell yeah! Come on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the, what about what about the cows and chickens that your mom had in her kitchen? Yeah, um, it sounds like a wet market okay, okay. at Wuhan. But... <laughs> okay, so are we are we actually gonna do this tomorrow or what? If you guys wanna meet up, I'm, that'll be I'm amazing. If you guys meet up, that'll be so fun. If you guys meet up, I would love that. Like, oh my god! Like so so are you I'm really gonna, gonna wake up that early, Charlie? Do you guys want to meet for lunch? What time? Lunch. You. <laughs> well, Julie needs sleep, right? What time do you wake up, Julie? Well, because I don't know if you're, are you trying to leave the thing right at right after what well, your 
doing in the morning? Um, I mean, I could eat for lunch. I just don't know Rocky. You're like at the office, and actually, like, tomorrow's like a work day. Right? I'm down by uh, kind of by IKEA. Holy cow! You're oh. all the way down there. That's too far, then. Uh, well, I just he drives. He can drive. <laughs> Get the company jet. In his trunk, Come pick me up. Did you? This is kind of like on contingent on Charlie's um, schedule, but if you guys want to meet for lunch, I think I, I took the week off. So. Oh, did you? I, I'm free after yeah. 11. Is Julie going to be up? Julie, you're free after 11. Rocky, yeah, you're the I'm one who's 11. actually working tomorrow. So This is being recorded, by the way, and it's going to be sent to Rocky's oh. uh, <laughs> workplace. <laughs> nice one. Nice one, Rick. <laughs> Just let me know. Let me know where to go. Uh, All right. Uh, Dan and I will figure something out and send it to the group chat if we can yes. make it happen. So look at your sure. Rick, get on the plane. Rick, do you want me to send the private jet for you? Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, Charlie. You're in your workplace. Come on. Pick me up and all that. Actually, we'll, just zoom, we'll just zoom you in. Yeah, a Zoom call. That would be fun. <laughs> yes, we'll zoom you in. We'll zoom you in. Um, I actually have to get going. I don't okay. mean to be rude, but I got to no get... No worries, guys. Great talking to you guys. Keep true to the dreams of <laughs> youth, <laughs> as always. Yeah, Thank you so much, everybody. I do appreciate that. See you guys. Rick. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye. Are we, are we all hanging up now? Yeah, sure. Okay, bye. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay bye. bye. Go Raiders. Bye. bye. <laughs>